going on, you guys? The Throne, episode 62. It's a very special day today, as always. Uh, I'm actually joined by a new guest today, artist, Cha, a.k.a. Cha Chocolacho on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow her. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This no pressure. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. But, um, no, I was going to say this is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a nice little <laughs> conversation. I get to network, meet new people. Um, I actually met you at the Raw Artist, same place that I met my last guest, mm-hmm. um, Ashley. And it was, I mean, there's so many different events. I was lucky enough to get to meet a bunch of different people. So how did you actually get on that? So actually someone reached out to me through Instagram mm-hmm. and then asked me if they could send me an email. And I said, of course. And then from there, they just told me a little bit about the Raw show and that um, if I was interested in signing up. And I said yes right away. I wasn't really, didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I always like to say yes to opportunities. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel and you on that. Yeah, and it was a good turnout. So I'm happy I did it. Yeah, it was a lot of people. I mean, uh, it's a, a lot of uh, invested time, invested money, you know, merchandise mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but you said they reached out to you and asked you to get on there? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So they came across yeah. your art or what? Yeah. That's fucking I guess dope. through Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Social media is so big now. You never know who's looking nowadays. Mm-hmm. But with us, we had to reach out to them and whatnot. So her- oh, hearing okay. that they were actually looking for artists, that's actually really cool. Yeah. So would you do like an, an- another event with them? Like maybe Yeah, so... Or I'm sure you know, but, like, they give you 30 days to sign up for another event for free. Yeah. So I signed up for the one in, I think, the one in New York for sure. And I think I did, I don't know, another, like, state on the same time zone as Miami. Eastern block? Yeah. Eastern? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the, fir- the first place I said we should do is, is New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my bandmates were like, we should do L.A., and I'm like, that's yeah. like one. Those those two are like the most <laughs> hype ones. So I feel like the list is gonna be the longest for them. Right. But I don't know. I feel like uh, I didn't know there was a 30 day limit, so I gotta jump on that shit. Yeah, you need to. I applied to three of them, but really? Yeah. You just can't remember the states. No. All up the eastern. Yeah. Okay. Because I know with my job, I can't really take that many days off, so it would have to be like a one day trip or something. Yeah, that's the thing about being mm-hmm. an artist, dude. Is like unless somehow you make a killing off of something like you kind of have to work a day job yeah and the art you kind of have to fit it around that kind of like an extracurricular activity but um that's the hardest thing i think about being in a band is like okay we get a show offer in like you Mm -hmm. said new york or let's uh, somewhere up the east coast like washington dc or something like that like it's one thing to get one person up there but like getting five or six people plus all the equipment Trust me, it was a pain in the ass just to get to Tampa, and that's four mm-hmm. hours up. So, I mean, as excited as I am to play out of state, it's like I'm, I'm almost really, like, nervous mm-hmm. about the logistics of it. You know, getting everything up there, how much is it going to cost, the time. Like, I've never had a road trip where I go out of state. Yeah. Did you? Uh, No. Not even, um. well, you, you immigrated here from Europe, right? Yeah, from France. Okay, cool. Uh, is that weird that I say immigrated? <laughs> you moved here <laughs> yeah. from France. So uh, did you ever like, I mean, there's like mountains and shit over there. There's like none of that stuff here. So. Yeah, yeah. No, in France, you definitely get to travel a lot by car, but it's also because everything is so close to each other. Um, for example, I'm from Toulouse in the southwest. Mm-hmm. It's two hours away from Spain. 
right next to Spain you have the Pyrenees mountains so it's an hour and a half to go skiing or you can go to the ocean it's about the same amount of time Paris is like five hours away you know it's like you can travel every weekend if you want to for very low budget that's really cool that's Mm -hmm. yeah I have a a few um, pen pals that like live in England and whatnot and they're always going on vacation to Germany or Greece I've had a friend go yeah. to Paris a lot. It seems like, uh, and, and if you're, I don't know how it works now with Britain and the whole Brexit thing and whatnot, mm-hmm. but like you can go to any European country without like needing your passport and whatnot, oh, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like here, you can just go to whatever state over there. You can go to like Germany, France, Spain. Exactly. And then I'll ask you shit. You'll be driving on the highway. It just says, welcome, welcome to, to Spain. Spain. And then That's you're, just, it. you're just like, oh, I'm in Spain now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So you've been to Spain. Yeah, I've been to Spain, Fuck. Portugal, Italy. That's fucking crazy. Places, I, yeah. that, Italy is always the one that slips my mind, but it's actually mm-hmm. one of the dopest spots to, to check out. I've always wanted to go to Europe, but specifically Italy. I mean, the history that, that they have there. I mean, Venice. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to go to Venice. I've you've never been? been? No. Where have you been in Italy? I did Capri, which is an island. Um, Pisa. Never heard of a Capri. Capri? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's nice. It's in the south, um, I think. Did you just go for like a couple <laughs> weeks or like how long were you there? Um, so I went once. It was through a cruise in the Mediterranean Sea. So we did like Spain, Monaco and like two places in Italy. Then school trips in France. What's cool about it in Europe is that since it's so easy to travel through different countries, they take you to different countries. So we went to Roma, Pisa. That's fucking dope. Other cities. don't remember the names. Did you go to like the Vatican or anything like that? Uh, no. That's in Rome, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not too big on religion and whatnot. But uh, I, I heard, like, there's, like, a, a vibe there. I mean, Rome is, like, its own state. Or, no, the Vatican is, like, its own state. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird because how do you have, like, a or its own country, something like that. It's, like, its own territory mm-hmm. within Italy, within Rome. It's, like, it's so like weird. Inside of it, yeah. Uh, and then there's a, something I heard about France that, like, the, the way the city is set up, it's, like, it's like a spiral. Spiral. I've never heard that one. It's like um, like the blocks uh, or the the zones of the city, like one, oh, two, three, four. They go around and like that's clockwise. Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. is it is that really like that? Yeah, yeah. You have like twenty arrondissements. That's all they call them. What arrondissements? What is the mean? term? Um, well, in inside that word, you have rond, which is a circle, like a round. Uh-huh. So I guess they're all like little rounds that start from one to twenty, and they just go That's around like, in a circle yeah. and then you have a, a highway that just circles paris really yeah and that makes the limit from like paris and then all those suburbs around it that's fucking cool mm-hmm. I, I i've always uh like the european architecture and the way the roads are set up and everything is so different from here mm-hmm. was it hard transitioning i mean from going over it there was really easy here? because there the streets have like names on them it's no numbers you know, and they always go like sideways or <laughs> up, even up and down. Like in Miami, everything's flat and straight, yeah. and you have numbers that go, you know, in order. So it's way easier to find directions here. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they just have street names. They don't have like numbered streets. No. So you just have to know where everything is. Yeah, it's like Paul Street or like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, they have that here, but th- that's the thing. Uh, if you go to like New York, which you've been to New York, right? Yeah, I've yeah. been once. If mm-hmm. you go over there, it's like 
so easy. Like, you're on 196th Street, you want to get to 195th Street, just walk up one block that way. It's mm-hmm. like, here, sometimes it's a little confusing compared to New York. I feel like New York has, like, the easiest, easiest layout. It's literally, yeah. like, five up, one over. You're five blocks over, and you're one over to the right. You're there and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I figured the transition from Europe to, to America would be a lot more, like, difficult. Well, it's difficult in the sense that you're moving to a completely different country that yeah. has... Mostly Miami that has so many different cultures in the same city. When I'm from the countryside of France where everyone has been living there for a generation, you know, it's always been the same families that all know each other. And then there's this big city where everybody's mixed from all over the world. And that was a hard change because I didn't speak English, right. first of all. So it was I mean, know, language a little barrier. tricky. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, I mean, I went to school. My parents put me in um, all American school, so only a few people spoke French. Oh, okay. So I had to be immersed completely and just learn on my own. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult, but yeah. it's the best way to do it is just to dive right in. Yeah, but then the, how would you say that? Like the the outcome of it is really nice. Right, I know In what the you're sense saying. that like, you know, I've learned, I mean, I've seen things that I never thought I would see or like experience here in America or over Yeah, I mean, the fact of moving for such, like, two different places, you just learn a lot about yourself and the world in general and see how other people live in different places. Yeah. You know, because all you see, if you're always in the same place, is only through movies, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, uh, I mean, there's a little bit of culture shock, but there's so many different cultures here. It's almost like, where do you start, you know, mm-hmm. especially in Miami? I mean, you could have moved to like one of the more rural states, like in the middle of the country where I mean, for a while, I thought it was kind of crazy that like a state didn't have a beach like but it didn't it didn't click right. with me. You have to be on the coast of something <laughs> to have a beach. <laughs> like as a kid, yeah. I was just like I grew up in Florida. I mean, I was born in New York City. I grew up in Florida, though. So it's like the beach, yeah, it's right over there. Like I've, there's always there a beach, and then I'm from Dominican Republic where it's an island, so mm-hmm. there's a beach around right. everywhere. Right. So to me, it's like, wh- what do you mean wh- Wyoming doesn't have a beach? Like, <laughs> I, I, just I didn't get that. Yeah. So I mean, moving from a different country, I mean, where everyone is French, to where you could encounter a Japanese person, a Cuban person, an American mm-hmm. person, uh, it must have been crazy. But that's the thing about America is like it's a melting pot, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like so many different cultures. The food is crazy out here. Like, you go to France. I mean, do you find other, like, little hubs of other cultures over there? Yeah, though? you do. Word? Yeah, yeah. Is it as spread as, like, something like Chinatown here where, like, the signs are, like, in a different <laughs> language and shit? Uh, well, you have a, a Chinatown in um, in Paris. Really? Yeah. Does, I guess everywhere has a Chinatown, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a... It's not called Chinatown. I forgot how it's called, but it's like yeah, it's mostly gi- Chinese businesses. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I but that's that only in Paris. Um, I don't think the other cities other areas. have that. But if not, it's pretty well mixed, I guess, in the centers of the cities. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. once you get to more rural, obviously, there's going to be mostly French people. But I guess Paris is. I mean, every people from all over the world go to Paris, like mm-hmm. just for uh, you know, vacation and, and stuff like that. Were you, um, I mean, you heard about the, the whole church of... Uh, Notre Dame. Okay, shit, yeah. I never heard it said like that. I was <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> Damn, that, yo, it was spooky a little bit. I felt the energy in here. But um, did you ever visit it? Yeah. That was I've like been there so many times. The really? last picture I actually have of it on my phone was last time I went, um, 2017, I think it was. 
Fuck that guy who just passed by. <laughs> but <laughs> damn, twenty seventeen—that's really recent. Yeah. Wow. So, d- what? Growing up, you said you you weren't from from uh, Paris. You no. were from a different. No, I used to go often for travel, but not. I didn't live there. Would you say that like you grew up like seeing that there and it was like a big deal? Not really. No. I mean, you all when you're in France, um, either a tourist or a citizen, everybody knows about Notre Dame. It's one of you know the most visited places. It's on all the postcards. You know, like it's it's <laughs> wild because not w- when I heard about it, like and you look into it, yeah, that that is the case. But mm-hmm. I had never heard about it before then. No. 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 I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because I'm, you know, I wasn't raised Catholic right, or anything right. like that. But uh, regardless, it's a big piece of history. It, it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy that that happened out of nowhere. But apparently, there had been like a string of like, uh, like arsons and like, um, like graffiti and stuff against like Catholic churches around France for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I guess this was just like the worst one. I mean. Yeah. It's gonna take over twenty years to repair it, is what they said, right? Some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. That's crazy. Uh, so let's get back to to the raw event. You were there because you're a painter, you're an artist, you mm-hmm. do a lot of different things. I mean, you make clothes too. Yeah. Shout out to that. Uh, make sure y'all <laughs> follow. But um, the what was the inspiration? Like, when did you know you wanted to become an artist? Okay, so as we've been saying, I'm from France, and right. when I was there, I was a musician. I was part of three bands. I oh, shit. playing bass and guitar and singing. Okay. Um, Do you still sing for fun or anything? Well, I smoke a lot of cigarettes, so singing <laughs> is so... But all the coolest singers <laughs> ever changed. smoke cigarettes, though. <laughs> yeah, but I think I would need to practice before getting back into it. For sure, but for sure. Maybe, yeah. Um, so what happened is that when I moved, I was about to be 16 years old. Um, and my band members obviously didn't move me with me. So <laughs> I just, I just, I was just here with my family kind of bored. So I started grabbing a pen and paper and I had an idea of, uh, like a picture I had in my head of, um, I don't know how it came to my head, but I was, I wanted to draw someone wearing a gas mask. Right. So I just tried to draw it and I kept trying and trying and I never had any like classes for drawing or anything like that and never succeeded. So I just decided to take the shape I came up with and just add like, you know, make it a face, like add eyes and nose. Add features to it. Yeah, exactly. And then I came up with a character um, that I just kept painting with different like colors, different patterns on it. And I just kept experimenting with that. Um, now, if you look at my Instagram account, you can yeah. see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so that shape uh, for the gas mask, like, what what drew you to like want to keep that shape and like work with that shape specifically? Like, why didn't you just like, oh, I can't draw a gas mask, fuck it, onto the next thing? You know, like there was something yeah. about that that drew you to it. Well, I've always been attracted to art that has like, you know, um, exaggerated. Um, features I guess like big eyes or big feet and that's what I like to to um, draw and everything so when I had that shape I don't know I just I put an eye just to see what it would look like (laughs) and it looked cool so I just kept going with it and then since it was a shape that was easy to reproduce I just kept using that that's fucking cool so that's like kind of like your signature now yeah that's fucking dope uh, do you plan on doing like anything more than just shirts or, or, or paintings with it? I mean, maybe like 
sculpture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jinx, you Minnesota. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to learn um, the software Maya pretty soon. Maya? Yeah. Word? Okay. Yeah. What is that? Uh, it's a 3D software. Um, I'm sure someone listening knows about it, but I have no fucking yeah. clue. <laughs> so it's like for 3D printing or, or for Yeah, it can turn into 3D models, printing, basically. but it's, yeah. Yeah, making something like 3D, um, but proportionally. Like digitally? Yeah. That's yeah, cool yeah. as fuck. So I want to learn that. My brother is a 3D printer, mm-hmm. so I can't wait to learn, and then I could try to print something. Start experimenting? Uh, yeah. So that's, I guess, the next step was my art. That sounds so much fun. Have mm-hmm. you ever thought about, like, pottery or something like that? Yes, but I want to... <laughs> I've never tried it. I just I wanted to take some classes, but the only classes available in Miami are either too far away or not um, matching my schedule. So I kind of gave up on that. There's not too but many uh, pottery places out here. No, not that many. Or I it's don't know. or it's just for kids, and then you don't want to be an adult signing <laughs> up for a kids class. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie with Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore? He's like a five year old. Uh, he's in kindergarten as an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's a classic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be in a kid's pottery class either. They're making, like, a fucking cup, and I'm out here trying to fucking, <laughs> trying to sculpt the Mona Lisa fucking yeah. pottery. It's like, <laughs> I have a vase. It's fucking, it's it's an oval with a hole in it, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a vase. I've actually, uh, when I did pottery back in, like, elementary school, have you, wait, so you've never made pottery at all? Like, never, like, not even as a kid? Well, I did, like, Play-Doh. That doesn't you know. count. <laughs> no, like you gotta put that shit in the. In the I've f- tried once with like the the turning wheel, you know, and you kind of have your hands around it, and he, I've never done that. I've tried that once. Were you good at it? <laughs> well, we like you said, we just all made a small like ball, just a know? vase. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was young when I did it. Did you ever use it? I don't know where it is. <laughs> that remember. says a lot. Yeah, probably not. It's an ashtray. Mm-hmm. If it, if it's a shitty bowl, it's just it's just, it's just an ashtray now. <laughs> but uh, no, when I was little, um, you know, they never trusted us with the fucking the rotating spinning mm-hmm. shits. But they would have us make silly stuff. Um, I made like a mug, you know. But uh, what my nice. favorite? No, it wasn't. It was, it was no? terrible. Okay. It was an awful mug. No, no. <laughs> I, it's just I was never. I've never been art inclined. You know. Okay. I talked about this uh, with the with Marino. Uh, when he was on here, I've all, I, even stick figures. I just, I can't, I can't, I, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. That's why I've always been so envious of like artists and, and people who can express themselves in that way. Yeah. Uh, do you use your art just, I mean, do you ever use it for expression? Because I know you have your signature mm-hmm. um, character, but like, do you ever use that to express how you're feeling and whatnot? Well, not really. Like, I know a lot of, you know, we always hear that like, um, Art is a way of expressing your emotions, right. but I don't think it really relates to me. Maybe apart from the fact that sometimes to like cheer me up, I would paint because when I paint, I'm not thinking of anything else than just painting. Painting, right? So it kind of like relaxes me, I guess. It's kind of a way of meditating, you know, because right. I, I do a lot of patterns, so it takes a lot of time to make them when gotcha. it's like on a big space. So you're just like doing the same thing over and over again, and just like not Zoned thinking. In. Yeah, exactly. That's really dope. Yeah. That that's how I feel. Uh, you know, in the middle of a song mm-hmm. when you're on stage or whatnot. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. You get in that pocket and just you're just focused you're just on what there, you're doing. Yeah. I I remember I had a like 
like I said, I never, I was never good at drawing. So I had like a piece <laughs> of paper one day, and I just started like sketching triangles on it, but like triangles that would like connect to other triangles, and like I just did it all over the page till like the end of the the whole page was covered in little triangles and whatnot, and I was like. I'm a fucking genius. Like, <laughs> I was just like, this is the artsiest fucking shit I've ever done, dude. I was like in the, in like the fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And that was probably my peak artistry was just fucking triangles all over a sheet of paper. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Just the satisfaction of have done something yourself, you know, and then you can show it to people. I guess it's like music. It's like you write a song and then you get to share it with... With other people. Other people. I totally feel that. Uh, I guess I just never felt that way about my drawing. (laughs) But I definitely (laughs) feel that way about my songs. I've never wanted to share my drawings with other people. Mm -hmm. I was actually, I was pretty good at tracing stuff. Okay. That that doesn't count. Like when you like put the drawing under. Oh, underneath and and you have lights. And just trace it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not. not, That doesn't count, right? What do you mean it doesn't count? Like doesn't count as your own art? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're basically like taking someone else's art and you're doing it <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i just copied it <laughs> but then if you're talking about the fact of like you know that state of mind where you're just focusing in the moment of what you're doing then i guess that's a good point it's like all these coloring books that they're making now for adults to yeah. relieve stress you know it's just coloring little spots here and there and then does that work for you well, that's kind of what I do. I don't buy those coloring books. I yeah. basically make my own by tracing black characters and I just like fill in with colors and patterns. Yeah. So I guess it's the same. Well, yeah, you make your own coloring book in a mm-hmm. way. That's fucking cool, man. I I wish like uh, the drums weren't so loud. That way I could like do it at like three in the morning, you mm-hmm. know, because sometimes that's when my mind's going. Like you ever just get up in the middle of the night and are just inspired to, to go draw? No. Really? That never happened. Really? No, but when I wake up in the morning, like I would like that's when I like it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> mix up my words. When I wake up in the morning is the best moment for me to draw. Really? It's like a fresh mind, and yeah. You get your best ideas mm-hmm. early in the morning. Are you a, a coffee person? Uh, not really. No. So you just naturally a morning person. You're up. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I can't. I need a coffee every morning. Yeah. And you get. I, I like the taste of coffee, so I'll have a coffee. But it's not something I think about. Like to wake up. Yeah. To me, it's like I'm not fresh uh, in the morning. In the mm-hmm. morning, I'm groggy. I'm tired. I, I don't know. I can never get a good night's sleep. I don't know what it is. I, I oh. like five, six hours is where I top out, and then I just have to wake up. But uh, obviously, I'm sure after getting an actual night's sleep, you have a fucking perfectly refreshed mind in the morning. <laughs> I wish I could relate to that. But when it comes to like the art and whatnot, do you plan on? like moving on from the character and, and doing some other stuff like yeah so the there's there's a lot of um wait what can you say that again yeah like doing other um like projects like with maybe something that doesn't include that shape or that character that you've come up with or you think all of your art is gonna involve it in some way whether it's abstract or mm. not so i was sometimes i try to do another kind of drawing like just draw a tree for example or like going to realism because that's yeah. really something i would like to know how to paint um you know something more real life yeah like all these things like uh, all these paintings it's really art like i'm attracted to i've just never been able to do it so it's kind of stick to my characters 
but um, I have a new, the last painting I'm working on that I actually brought to the Rose Show was not completely finished. Yes. But it was the first one that wasn't actually using outlines to define the, like the eye or the nose. Because usually I just put in colors and then outline, you know, so it kind of looks like a cartoon. Yeah. You can see the shape because of the black line. But this time I'm trying not to use that, and it's been working good so far. I know I can do better, but I'm just starting. So Yeah. So it's the first piece where you're incorporating this technique? Yeah. Well, that's And I've had good feedback from it, so... Yeah, is it done? Have you finished the piece yet? No. See, that's, that's <laughs> what's crazy. Like, how on average, how long would it take you to finish a piece of that size? Uh... Well, the first one I did that size, I actually had a deadline for it, so I finished it on time. It, when I have a deadline, I usually finish on time. When I don't, it just happens when it happens. Do you find that deadlines like hinder your creativity at all? What is hinder? Hinder like stops, like kind of blocks. It does sometimes. Because you're more thinking about, I got to get this done versus like, let me take my time and... Well, the thing is that, so the way I work is that I usually, um, I never premeditate a drawing. I'll just have, or I'll just have like one idea and then I just have to draw it right away. Mm -hmm. But once that idea is fixed in my mind, if I have a deadline or not, it's always going to look exactly like I have it pictured. But if I have a deadline, but I have no idea what I'm going to draw, then I start freaking out because there is a deadline <laughs> and I just shut down and I <laughs> can't really do my best it's know. like under pressure it doesn't really feel like fun anymore yeah unless i find the idea of what i'm gonna draw well what inspires you to find these ideas like i i noticed uh there was one where you like bought a picture from mm -hmm. like uh from a store and then you Goodwill. painted. yeah that's what it was <laughs> yeah. and you painted over it right yeah that so was cool as shit that that happens because i was um I was at Goodwill buying frames because I was asked to to exhibit some of my drawings in a in a hair salon uh, oh, okay. design district that I like to have different art every month. Mm -hmm. So I just went to Goodwill bought a bunch of frames because they're like a dollar or two each. Um, Gotta get that value. Yeah, <laughs> and then one of them I bought actually had a painting on there. So I thought it it's a shame to just like get rid of the painting and just use the frame so I just decided to paint on top of it and I so I painted my character inside the the painting which yeah. was a farm and like you know with some trees and grass and stuff. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. That shit was I thought it was dope as fuck and like that Thank you. the thought no you're welcome. The thought of like man like I could just use the frame and throw out the painting or I could use mm -hmm. the painting and make it something else. And like, not everyone would think like that. That yeah. shit is cool. So you just kept it for you? It's at your house? Well, I've actually sold it. Holy shit, yeah, for real? to friends. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Did you give a cut to the original artist? No, well, I'm just I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because <laughs> I was trying to look for, for that artist because yeah. I kind of were, was able to read the signature but mm -hmm. I never was able to find anything. Do you ever so. think of that when you're coming up with your artist signature? Like, do I want someone to read this or do I want this to look really cool? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you have both? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? Because this artist signed his... I'm sure he worked very hard on it and you couldn't read it. So it's kind yeah. of a shame. True. Do you, do you have an artist signature already? You already came up with it? I do. I just write Chacho Colacho 
It's my handwriting. Oh, um, okay. Last one I did, I just wrote cha in capital letters because I was too lazy to just write that <laughs> long thing because it's with a brush. Because uh, also what I want to say is that half of my art is digital. You mm-hmm. know, I use like a tablet and oh, I do okay. it on Photoshop. That's how I get them printed on T-shirts. And then I print them as prints. So did you just recently start doing like on canvas stuff? Uh, no, I started with drawing on paper. Then I was doing um, acrylic on canvas. Oh, okay, okay. Then I did animation in school. So that's when I started learning uh, softwares. You did that here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I went to Magic in Miami Dade College. It's a oh, program okay, okay. they have for animation. MDC? Yeah. Gotcha. Their program, yeah, it's Magic. So I did that, and that's. then I bought a tablet of my own, and I started doing all this digital art. That's uh, that's what uh, uh, I never understood about digital art. So it's like you have a program on the tablet where you can sketch it out like it's a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you can kind of fill it in with whatever color you want. And exactly, and then you can change it. You can, let's say Photoshop can give you like a hundred different brushes, you know, so you can have different effects when you're painting on the tablet. So how do you get the finer details? Like you have to zoom in on it? Yeah. or like Man, that sounds so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like as opposed to like drawing on a real piece of paper. Yeah. Is it, uh, was it weird at first? Well, it was, but then... It was nice because when I draw on paper, I use um, micro pens, which is just a pen that you can't erase. Or I also like to use Chinese ink. Oh, man. So, so all you these mess things, up? Yeah, you, you just <laughs> have to go with it. So uh, with this digital software, you know, you just you can Undo. erase, you can do control Z where you go back yeah. the next step, the last step. So a lot, a lot easier. Yeah, it's different. And there's some things that you can't do on digital right you know like and what? like sometimes like some hand movements or you know you would you would have to be zoomed in but at the same time the tablet is not large enough to do all the right. you know the line that you want to do i, I don't know, know if that makes sense yeah because <laughs> like you, you like you need to see more of the picture to actually get the full line mm-hmm. going but you, to, to do it perfect you have to zoom way too far in yeah that's cr- see that's uh i feel like like i have an electric drum kit you know and like it gets the job done but like at the end of the day i'm always gonna wanna um like go back to the acoustic drum kit you know like the original drum kit okay a real drum kit so like do you prefer the tablet or do you do you uh sometimes paper. just like yeah right you, you prefer <laughs> the pe- paper and do you do pen or pencil pen never sketched out with a pencil I do pencil when it's a pattern. So let's say I'm like learning a new pattern. I like to use um optical illusions pattern. You Ooh. know, like let's say it could be like cubes, but you don't know if you're looking at it from the bottom or the top. That's just cool. You as know, fuck. but that you have to sketch it because as you're drawing, your eyes is like has <laughs> to get used to the fact it's messing with you. You know, <laughs> that's that's always been like some of the coolest art. Like when people draw something on the floor. No, it's okay. Uh, when someone draws something on the floor and like it looks like it's standing oh, up, oh yeah, or, or if you're gonna fall, right? <laughs> How is it that people do that? Do you it's, know? It's the angle, and um, that yeah. shit trips me the <laughs> fuck out. I just don't get it. Like it just doesn't it doesn't work with my brain, you know? Well, yeah, most of these things is um because of the angle. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like sometimes if you look at it from a different angle, you wouldn't see it the same way. Right, 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 right. But it's just being really good at doing a realistic drawing, you know. And um, so years of practice, basically, or like yeah. the the same those paintings that like uh, the eyes always follow you or whatever, no matter from what angle you mm. look at it at. I think Mona Lisa's like that. Yeah, that's what made that painting so special, right? Yeah. Did you ever go to like any of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Mona Lisa a few times. Really? Yeah. God, that's so but fucking what cool. <laughs> What's so funny about it is that, so it's in the Louvre, right? Uh-huh. Um, the museum, which has so many paintings in there. And you would expect Mona Lisa to be a big painting, you know, but it's actually really small and you have a lot of people standing in front of it. But it's in the same room of, like, a lot of other really nice paintings, really big, and looked so much more complicated to make than Mona Lisa, you know. That's the that's what I heard. I heard that it's actually just like like this. Yeah, big, exactly. And it's like in like a thick, thick case of glass. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, to look at it is kind of. And then you like, even have like little a little fence in front of it, so you're not too close to it. No flash photography or anything like that, or what? No, you can take pictures. Oh okay. I don't know about flash, but I know you can take pictures. When uh, so the first time you were there, no one told you how small it was. No. <laughs> so I thought you were so fucking hype to see Mona Lisa. You're like, yo, this is going to be the best fucking painting yeah. I've ever fucking seen. You pull up and this shit's like a <laughs> 7 by 11 or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I would still love to make the trip out there just to go see shit Oh, yeah, like no, that. of course. When it comes to, like, America, like, what monuments drew you? Like, you went to New York City. What made you want to visit New York City of all places? Well, because I guess it's like... When you're a teenager, everybody kind of talks about living New there. City. New York City. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it is over here, but in Europe, it's always like... Oh, in Europe, you mean? I'm going to move to New York when uh, I'm older. Like, Oh, yeah, it's the it's same It's like here. the dream for... Oh, okay. L.A. or New York? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, over there, too. It's not like London <laughs> or Madrid or whatever. Yeah, over, over there, it's Amsterdam is very popular. Because everyone likes smoking weed? Yeah, I guess. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They were the first pioneers to do it. Now, we finally, mm-hmm. we're getting out here. We're, yeah. we're doing our thing out here. Mm-hmm. But what was it that we were just talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, monuments. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what w- New York City is, like, the, the it city over there in Europe? Yeah. What's the first thing you did when you got there? Well, I, so I was saying it was a friend, so I guess it would... It was different, but... Um, I mean, like, the I first official first? thing, you know? There was one weekend that when I was, like, 13, I did, like, everything. I went to Statue of Liberty, went to Empire State yeah. Building, I went to a Yankees game. I took a boat tour for the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. But it was winter and really cold, so we're only three people on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of you on the whole yeah. shit? Well, on the on the top part, everybody else was, like, on inside. the... Inside? In, inside, but it was nice because I don't like doing touristic stuff when it's too many people and then you can't see where you're supposed to see, you know? Yeah. But that was nice. Um, then what I love was like walking around Chinatown. Really? You know, little Italy. Yeah. It's, yeah. So mainly Manhattan and whatnot. Yeah. And then, uh, my friend was staying in Brooklyn, so we walked around there too. It was nice. I did some local and like very touristic attractions, so. That's the thing. When, when you go with somebody who, uh, who like lives there and whatnot, you just mm-hmm. walk down the street like, oh, this place is great pizza. This place is great coffee. This place <laughs> is great pie. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it'll just be like some place you never heard of. Like some place has just been there for 50 years or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I love shit like that, which is like, honestly, like here in Miami, you do see that. But like here in Broward, like mm-hmm. in this area, like a little more north, 
you don't see stuff like that as often. You see more, you know, franchises like McDonald's and Walmart and yeah. stuff like that. That's what I do appreciate about New York. And even uh, on the side of the street, people selling their art, people doing art right in front of you, the little street art. And actually, funnily enough, uh, Marino, uh, man, shout out to Marino, man, awesome guy. <laughs> But he had told me, like, I always thought those little street artist guys were, like, cool as fuck. Like, you know, the ones that they'll, like, they'll paint the New York skyline in, like, three minutes yeah, or some yeah, shit with, like, some pots finger. and pans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some crazy shit, right? And he's like, I was like, dude, like, that, that takes so much talent. And he was like, well, I mean, think about it, man. It takes, like, three minutes to do. A bunch of people know how to do it. Is it really that spectacular? And I'm mm-hmm. just like, shit, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> like, it's true. A bunch of people know how to do it. It's kind of like, it's not even just in New York City. People do that in Los Angeles. People do that in Chicago. I'm sure people do that. All in over like, the world. Right. Yeah. So to me, it's like, that is true. Like, someone who does their own unique thing is a lot more talented than someone who does that just because someone made a Facebook video about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see. That's kind of. Well, there's different kind of art. There's the art that yeah. you're just trying to make money with. and Like that. Yeah, and then I guess the art that you can still make money with, like it's a bonus, but you still right. do it, like started because as a passion project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's like the goal of every artist, I think, and, and I mean music wise mm-hmm. and drawing wise and any kind of artist wise, like to love what they do and to also happen to make money doing it. Mm-hmm. So is that your goal? What What is it that it like? Is. Cha- yeah. What do you want Chacho Colacho to be? <laughs> Oh, uh, I want it to be a lot of things. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, my art, I want to keep painting bigger and bigger because um, I really like big paintings. I want to stop doing small things. So you want to uh, do like a whole wall canvas? Oh, yeah, that would be great. Just do it? Just do the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, so I've actually sick. started one. Um, I still have a place in, in France, in Paris. Mm-hmm. So there, last time I went, I bought like... Um, I don't know in feet how much it is, but it's like three meters per three meters. It's like double the height of a medium-sized person. It's like, mm, I know what you're saying. I I don't know how much a meter (laughs) is, but I feel like it's a little less than a yard. And a yard is like three feet. So it's like nine feet? Uh, I would say, I guess. Okay, (laughs) let's say nine by nine foot. Nine foot by nine foot. Someone will correct us because you have Google. I don't have Google. (laughs) I do, but I don't want to check right now. No, no, no. <laughs> but you bought a canvas in France that's yeah, that big? Yeah, so I started painting it. and I mean, it's still there. When I, I couldn't take it with me on the plane because it was too big. You sure? Well, I could. You couldn't fit it? <laughs> <laughs> I could, but it was like, you know, Super you don't want to bend it. <laughs> and then you have to pay extra. And I guess it's a project that I will only be painting it when I'm in France. That's really cool. That I gives you something to look forward to when you go yeah. out there. gives mm-hmm. you a little bit of an escape. I mean, yeah. like, when you go back, uh, you don't do, like, touristy stuff, right? I do, actually. Yeah? <laughs> really? Like, things I've never really done. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like, even I'm sure you haven't done all the touristic things that there's to do around here. Not even close. You know? Yeah. Because you grew up here. Or yeah. usually when you grow up somewhere, like, when you're a kid, they take you to some field trips, you know, in those places. But then there's a lot of them that we never go to because... Oh, I've been there already or whatever. Yeah, or you just know what it is about, and you know you have so much time to go anytime because you live here. So now when I go back to France, I'm like, oh, I've actually never been there. Like, let me do it this time. That's fucking cool. I never thought about that. Yeah. (laughs) So what are some of the things you you, uh, did out here when you got to Miami? When I moved here? Yeah. 
So before I moved, um, we came two weeks as tourists. So we had done a lot of attractions already. Um, but what's different for me to France and here that now I get to do is go to the beach. <laughs> like, <you're saying> that <laughs> like my city didn't have uh, the beach before. So that, um, I don't know, just walking around the city, being surprised by the fact that downtown in the U.S. is not the same as downtown is in Europe. How so? Well, in Europe, downtown is where, like, you will have all the, you know, entertainments, like restaurants, coffees, shopping, cinema. It's like a big mall, I would say. Mm -hmm. You also have offices and businesses. Um, but it's all in the center of the town. And then all around is where people live, usually. You also oh. have people living in the center, but, like, what I mean by that is that, like, I guess it's smaller cities, so everything is... More compact. Compact, yeah. Yeah. And here it's, like, I was happy when I moved here. I'm like, oh, let me go to downtown. And I go, I'm like, there's all these small stores wearing <laughs> selling stuff from China. And, like, <laughs> all these buildings and people wearing suits, like, working. You know, yeah. it's, like, I was a little bit confused. Yeah, downtown. So you, w you went to, like, Brickell or something? No, like downtown Miami. Oh, downtown Miami. Yeah, yeah next to Bayside. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's why I like New York more than I like uh, mm -hmm. Miami. Same. Like, you go to downtown New York, it's Times Square, it's mm -hmm. this or that. It's wild out there. And it's like a giant amusement park. Mm -hmm. Like You go from Central Park to just watching horses and carriages and shit. Then you go to Times Square where it's like it's never nighttime. Because mm -hmm. even at night, it's so bright because yeah, of the yeah. TV screens. <laughs> that That's the kind of shit you don't see here in Miami. But I, I would rather live here. At least it's like a major city, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could live in like, uh, like fucking like Iowa or Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> like yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I can't imagine that. Um, <laughs> but I, as far as like where I could see myself living, I mean, could you see yourself living in too many places? Maybe because you come from Europe, yeah. But me, realistically, I could only see myself living in like three or four places. Yeah. What but about traveling? Traveling is one thing. You go to visit. You get to go back home. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, really to live, I would probably only live. Well, this isn't. I, I can't say for every. I've never been to every, to, to, you know, every major city and whatnot. But I feel like I could live in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. here, Miami, New York, or, like, probably, like, Germany. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I know. Super <laughs> random, right? But, like, my, my favorite soccer team is German. And, like, I f German culture seems pretty cool. They like beer. They have good food. Mm -hmm. So I feel like... Uh, and, and Germans, um, I don't know, man. They seem like nice people. Yeah. And I heard German's not a hard language to, to learn. No, if you speak English, it's not. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, I don't know, something different. That would probably be... I could see myself living in England, too, though. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Have you been? I've been there. I've been to London <sighs> for a school I've never trip. Been fucking anywhere in Europe, man. <laughs> Do you talk to your friends back in Europe and like uh, some of them, yeah. Really? You don't keep in touch? Well, it's hard to keep in touch, you know. Time difference and whatnot. Time difference is one thing and also not seeing someone for a long time that you, you don't really know what to talk about, you know. But whenever I go back I just let everybody know and then I see them again. So it's nice. But it's not like I could talk to them like every day or because what is there to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different experience. <laughs> yeah. So, what's probably like? Uh, you, have you done? Have you been to Winwood? Yeah. 
Have you done any murals out there for them or any of the spots down there? No, but I did a mural in Churchill's. You did? Yeah. Inside of Churchill's? Yeah, by the outside bar. Whoa. I, I, I mean, I've probably seen it many yeah. times. I'll show it to you after your prayers in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, like It's still there. They, they have mm-hmm. so many murals out, and so many of them are dope as fuck. Yeah. Where, where, by which outside bar? By the doors? Um, you know where they have this little stair with that back house? And yeah, the, the green room facing, and face, No, no. You know how you like, walk oh. out and you have the bar? Mm-hmm. The wall that's in front of the bar? Yeah. With, with the and on uh, the right side, you have the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, shit. When did you do that? Uh, I did that for the black market uh, like a year and a half ago, I think. Damn, that's fucking yeah. cool. So that's that's one thing about art is like, I mean, it's just, I guess it's the same thing with music. Once you make it a physical copy, uh, it kind of lives on forever. But like with something like that, like so many people have come across your art. I mean, maybe they mm-hmm. don't know it, but the fact is that they have. And I mean, the, it, Churchill's can get packed up, you know? Yeah. So who knows how many people have seen your art? Yeah. I saw a picture you posted that um, like there was like a hole through one of like oh a, yeah. through like a mural that you <laughs> painted on a wall. Yeah, I did a mural in a friend's space that she recently got. Um, it's a warehouse in Midtown. Uh huh. And um, that I did a mural on the drywall because I was too lazy to paint it white and wait for it to dry. And then some people broke in, and then since they saw that this was a drywall that was leading to another warehouse next door, they just, like, broke right through it. And I didn't really mind it, you know, because they did it right in the center, so it kind of added to the piece itself. I just know now they're going to have to take it down and redo it, but at least I have a good picture of it, so... Damn. You know? That sucks (laughs) that they broke in. Did they take anything? Yeah. A lot of liquor speakers and other little things, yeah. So the mural that you painted on the drywall, were you planning on painting over it afterwards, or you no? Were just I leave wanted it there? there to stay for as long as possible, but so it only lasted two weeks. So <laughs> that's such a like of all the places to smash. She's like right over this, right, right in the center of the <laughs> mural. <laughs> like, there's a a big <laughs> ass wall where I could pick anywhere on the wall, but. I mean, they painted yeah. it right here. This this has to be the spot. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's the only thing you've done uh, mural-wise, like in a restaurant I or a warehouse I did another one in the lounge in South Beach. It's called Vibes. Uh, they're open from like 9 a.m. until like 4 a.m., I think. Jesus It's Christ. like breakfast in the morning, then it turns into a restaurant, and then it's like a, a gay club at night. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots going on. There's a lot going on, <laughs> bro. Yo, you, you, you too hammered? Just stay for breakfast, man. <laughs> Wait a couple more hours. Exactly. We'll be making eggs in the morning. Yeah, that's it, a fucking it's spot a French right there. chef, so it's pretty good. Word, <laughs> yeah. eggs Benedict. <laughs> Yo, that'd be crazy. That whoever made that nightclub is a fucking genius. Yeah. I'll tell you that. He has some beds in the back or something. Like, oh, Uber, Uber. We got breakfast, man. You don't need to go nowhere. Just stay. You don't need to leave ever. You fucking. You get there in the morning. That's true. Yes, or no? You get there at night to potty. And then once you're done pattying, they got the fucking breakfast ready to go. And then it's a restaurant, so you get some lunch, too. You mm-hmm. just get a job there. It's over. <laughs> vibes. Vibes is where I live. Yeah. Vibes is where I eat. <laughs> vibes is where I party. I just vibe there, man. <laughs> God, that would be terrible. Yeah. Living in one place forever. Imagine. No, no. Do you, uh, do you feel like uh, with all the traveling you've done that like someone who 
doesn't necessarily not travel as much, you know, because it's not possible for everyone. But like someone who doesn't get out of their hometown, like they're kind of missing out on something. Um. Well, from my point of view, I would say yes, because um, when I was exposed to traveling and living in different places, um, it really taught me a lot. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but I know it has only done good to me. Right. So, but then there's some people that have always lived in the same place and they know so much more than other people that live in other places because they're so interested in what's out there. And I was like, you know, internet and everything, you can find out a lot more about other places and even visually see it and, you know, be able to maybe imagine yourself there. Yeah, more so than ever nowadays, for sure. I mean, I remember growing up when uh, Google Earth first came out. Mm-hmm. And like I was just obsessed with it. Like I know I would spend hours just like looking going through shit. the street and like yeah. oh that's there. Wow, nice. I'm here today. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to Beijing. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it was it was, and that's one thing. As like a kid, like I was so curious about everything mm-hmm. and anything. So um, they just kept adding stuff to Google Earth. Oh, now you can look at Mars. Now you can fucking uh, y- there's a, a flight simulator in Google Earth. Did you know that? No. There's a fucking flight simulator, and it's like, it literally takes you how long it would take you if you fly a plane. Like, you what? pick an airport to start in, and then you can you I can. I want to do that tonight when I get home. Yeah, that yeah, it's great. dope. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's dope as fuck. <laughs> so like, you can pick Laguardia and start in New York City, mm-hmm. and then try and fly to Florida, and it'll take you three hours. <laughs> and I've done it too. I've 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 Does sat whole there. three hours. No, 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 no. I got like <laughs> half an hour in, and I was like, all right, I'm over it. And you have your computer on, and you're just like looking. I no. no, I just closed it. I got <laughs> over it. I was done. I was like, man, this is not as fun as I thought it would. This is more looking at blue screen yeah. than I imagined. Right. But um, shit like that, man. Like, yeah, the world is more connected in many ways more than it ever has been. It gives people who, like you said, might not ever leave uh, their hometown to, to get the chance to see shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like that kind of also has also like spread the world apart because now like I feel back in the day people would like know their neighbors and whatnot and, and yeah, talk to or them. just knock on someone's door, hey let's hang out. Yeah. Now it's like I will have friends over and they're outside my house texting me, I'm here. Right. And I'm like you can just walk, knock on the door, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now if someone like honestly if I get a knock on my door and like someone didn't tell me they were coming beforehand, I get spooked out. Yeah. But before that's true. it's like knock on the door it's like oh i wonder who's You're here like, oh a friend is here yeah 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 <laughs> now it's like who the fuck what's going on here where's my gun <laughs> like, I, I, i'm like i i freak the fuck out like i go into like vigilante mode like, i'm like checking the windows and shit mm-hmm. like because nowadays you don't you don't do that you know and like you don't there's no real community anymore like um like like you said go e- even knocking on your neighbor's door for like water like i wouldn't think to do that ever Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm I'm going to walk to the gas station and get water. Like, I would never... I feel like the sense of community is gone because everyone's connected to the whole world all the time. Yeah. And, like, your phone is in your pocket. You're never disconnected. Like, mm-hmm. if someone wants to get a hold of you, they'll send you a text. And, like, if you don't reply in, like, 15 minutes, they're like, why aren't you fucking answering your phone? It's like, damn, like, 10... 10 not 10, I guess, at this point. Like, 30 years ago, <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to, to just text somebody and, and blow up their shit. 
you would actually get your alone time, you know. But now your alone time is like unless someone texts me or unless yeah, someone calls like me. People would like set up times and places to meet up, and like right. they just had to show up because there's no way of telling them, "Hey, I'm late," or "Hey, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to make it." Now it's like people just cancel on each other all the time, and then it's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm tired," or yeah, you know. That I I can't stand that. It's like I love when I talk to people. I don't really like texting much. I usually call someone. So when someone will call me, I mean, text me and say, "Hey, what's up?" I just call them, and they're like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know. I thought you were starting conversation. I kind of just talk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like, that's that's so funny because that's literally how I feel too. I catch myself sometimes, like, or like sometimes I'll, I'll call my mom and she'll answer the phone like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Yo, yeah. I, I just want to know what time you're getting home today." Like, <laughs> so I'm like I'm just calling like if you like if I call my mom at a time that different than like usual mm-hmm. she'll like freak out so she's like what's yeah. wrong where are you I'm like I'm, I'm home bro I'm chilling <laughs> like um, I guess I kind of miss the simplicity of that and I didn't you know I'm, I'm only 22 so I didn't get to grow up with like the mm-hmm. whole experience of it like as I was like six, seven, eight, the internet was slowly coming into its own and whatnot yeah. and becoming what we know now but even yeah like you said back in the day like people would just show up at your house or you would just like i i felt that more when i went to dominican republic like that's where i'm from and mm-hmm. so for the summers my mom would ship me over there so i would learn spanish and get to that's know my good. family yeah i loved it i yeah. loved it it was huge uh, uh do you still go no i don't have my passport the last time i went i was like 15 okay but um i still keep in touch with some of my friends from over there you know um and uh so over there it's like literally my neighbor was like my best friend. So uh, in the mornings when I wanted to uh, like go hang out, we had like these windows where you like you crank them <laughs> open like the old car windows and shit. Uh-huh. So we crank them and I would just yell from my window over to his house like, be jam. And he's like, <laughs> what? Like in Spanish. And I was like, hey, man, can I come over? He was like, I just ate lunch. Come in an hour. And I'm like, all right. That's so I'll just have to find something to do for an hour. And then you would just go, but like it wasn't no texting somebody or I'm gonna hit you up on Facebook or nothing. It was literally like just go over. Sometimes I would go knock and he wouldn't be there, and I mm-hmm. just have to go eat shit at my house. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> you don't do that now. Now it's like, oh man, if I go to someone's house and they're not there, it's a waste of time and this and that. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like social media and internet and all that stuff. It's made it possible for people to see beyond their little hometown and beyond where they're from. But at the same time, it kind of limits us to not see what is directly in front of us true yeah which is i but think it's is no go ahead to of communicating you know like let's say for me i'm from a different country so now my grandparents are on facebook you know so yeah. it's like they get to see what i'm doing here i get to see what they're doing there you know like we facetime because yeah. now we can't see each other as much as we used to for sure so that's definitely nice but then when you're in the present moment with other people and you're on your phone talking to someone else that's not there, then you're just not appreciative. It's not that you're not appreciative, but you're not being part of the present moment, like you were saying. Yeah, and I, I catch myself in that um, quite often. Um, I try and, like, when I catch myself, like, oh, man, like I try and put my phone away and, and be more engaged mm-hmm. in where I'm at. But definitely there's pros and cons. I mean, for sure. Yeah, just uh, need to find like, a balance. Exactly. Yeah, like I heard some people do stuff like, oh, delete the social media off their phone. That way they can only go on their computer or whatnot. <laughs> Little techniques, you know what I'm saying, to like limit your screen time I think is always good. Because I catch myself just on my phone, like just scrolling, just not looking for anything, just scrolling, you know? Yeah. And the, I feel like my time could be better spent 
you know, doing other shit. So are there any big projects that you have coming up? Um, yeah, so there's actually, so I work at the Art Deco Museum in South Beach. Mm -hmm. It's also owned by the organization, the Miami Design Preservation League. Nice. Which is the one I work for, I do all the programs there. And uh, we have a current exhibition that's called um, uh, If Seats Could Talk. If Seats Could Talk? Yeah, so okay. it's about the Miami Marine Stadium. It was used to be in Virginia Key Beach. It's still there, it's just abandoned right now. And they're about to renovate it in like two, three years. Oh, uh, to for the new soccer team? I don't know. I think it's for, it's a, is it in Deerfield Beach? No. Virginia, you said Virginia. Virginia Keys by Kibi Skane. God, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it's facing, like, the water. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but. No, I've actually, I'm, I was thinking about a different stadium. No, no, it's a different one. But anyways, um, they, they took the seats out of the stadium and they gave them to different artists to experiment with that's really cool and as i was talking to a person who created the facebook page that saved it um he gave me one of the they only had two seats left and he gave me one of them to experiment with with my art so that's fucking dope yeah i don't really want to share the idea yet because no, i have to not. make it because uh -huh. just it's something I've never done before, so I want to make sure I'm able to do it before I <laughs> Put say. The idea out in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's um, a nice project. If, uh, if seats on. could talk, right? Yeah. That's fucking cool. So, yeah. what's the estimated time of arrival of that project? You think? What do you mean? Like, uh, when do you think that'll be on display? So it's already on display. It's been on display since April 24th, and it will be there until September 1st. Oh wow! Okay. And your your piece is gonna get added there at some point, you think? Um, I don't really want to have my piece in the museum I work at because I don't uh, want it to be associated with my job. I see what you're and saying. And though that's how I was part of the project, but um, it's the first exhibition they're doing, the second actually, and they're trying to keep it growing in other places. And they have so many artists; they have sixty artists that have done something with it. So gotcha. Okay. Well, that sounds like a dope project. Definitely looking forward to the finished product in that regard. Mm -hmm. But we've been going for basically an hour already. Oh, wow, okay. So, do you want to do some plugs before we wrap it up? Like plug your Instagram, your Facebook, where people can find you, any yeah, of that stuff. So, um, the best way to reach me and see my newest work is on Instagram, which is at Chat Chocolate Show. That'll um, be linked. I'll have everything linked. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's the best way. And they can find your, your shirts and everything. I actually bought one of your shirts at the Raw Show. Super yeah, you comfy. Did. Super nice shirt. Definitely cop a shirt. They're dope as fuck. Uh, it has your art on it. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't I didn't get to hit on the shoes that I wanted to wear with the shirt. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm so irked. I really wanted those fucking shoes. <laughs> but um, any other plugs? Any other shows? Anywhere people can find you? Anything else? Well, there's... um. You can see my art that's um, permanently permanently exhibited in Upper Buena Vista. It's next to a design district. They have one of my most famous pieces. Where is that at? Uh, Upper Buena Vista. It's next to Churchill's. Oh, okay. It's on 50th and 2nd Ave. Go check that shit out, guys, for sure. That's your most famous piece, you said? Mm -hmm. Yep. Sick. What's it? Do you name your pieces? Uh, that one is called Maison. Maison. Maison means my people. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, Cha, thank you so much for coming. Um, as far as for me, y'all know where to find me on Instagram. You can find me at The Throne Podcast with some underscores. If you want to sponsor me, shoot me an email, thethronejc at gmail.com. And we actually do have a first sponsor. 
Y'all know who it is. It's you know com. Make sure y'all check that shit out. It's our first official sponsor. Uh, that's where you can find anything you know you're related, tour dates, uh, new merch, new album info, all that shit. Make sure you check that out. Um, again, Shaw, thank you for coming out. Thank you for having me. This was fun. No problem. And uh, <laughs> make sure y'all follow her on Instagram. Check out her stuff. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.